This is The Kitchen, the podcast. The, the, the latest law enshrined into the Australian Constitution, that whatever the screaming jets and better comes on, you must air guitar the last 15 seconds. Oh, that's a requirement. doesn't matter where you are. That's just, always... Just, just like how there are added limits to... Added lyrics to the angels, am I ever going to see your face again? <laughs> you, yes. Like, it's, it's, it's literal law that you have to say those lyrics. I did actually go see them at a, um, at a gig that I did at the Asta a few years ago. And I was very, very pleased at the fact that everyone in the audience was singing those extra words. There's a magical thing on um, on Spotify. There is a recording of one of their live shows, and it includes that song. And if you listen closely, you can hear the crowd. Yeah, okay. it's magical. <laughs> awesome. I, I, they they hold a very special place in 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 mine and Adam's heart, Jake. I'm not sure if you know this, but Dave Gleason, who uh, is the lead singer of the Screaming Jets. When Adam and I first got together as a radio duo, what, now eight years ago, Adam? Yeah. It was 2012? It was 2012. Or something like that. The first show that we did together as a team was uh, when we interviewed Dave Gleason from, from, from the Screaming Jets and the Angels at the time because Doc Neeson um, was unable to, to front up um, for, for his band, so he was doing double duty for both of them. If I recall correctly, the podcast for the Adam and Macca show is still on SoundCloud. So if you want to go have a look for it, it's on there somewhere. <laughs> I'll go yes. deep diving and see if I can yeah, find the If not, we'll dig it out and, and um, we'll chuck it up on the uh, on the Kitchen podcast. Uh, give some Jake something to do. Joined on the phone, we've got the front man of the Angels and the Screaming Jets. We've got Dave Gleason. How you doing? Good, thanks, boys. Sounds like I'm uh, sneaking a couple of jobs in, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a couple. Hey, uh, it's been 18 months now that you've been with the Angels. How have you been finding it? Oh, it's fantastic. It's, uh, it actually feels like I'm, I'm in the band now. and I mean, it has for quite a while over the last uh, 18 months, as you say, but uh, oh, it's, just, uh, it's, it's working really well. The boys, are, John and Rick Bruce, are really uh, enjoying it and their enthusiasm kind of boils over and we're actually there in the studio right now recording some new stuff for a, an upcoming record so it's all going on <laughs> definitely sounds awesome hey uh david it's, it's Macca here um uh, of course angels one of your uh, childhood idols you based basically the screaming jets off the angels didn't you so so obviously this must be just absolutely ecstatic that now you're the front man of the band that you idolized dream come true <laughs> yeah, well, i mean when we started off they were kind of the benchmark for uh, for great Australian bands. I mean, they were they rocked harder. They played, you know, great riffs, and they were uh, definitely a band. Even in my first band, I think uh, about eighty five percent of our repertoire was was Angels songs with uh, covers. And then uh, that was all well and good. And then we got a support for the Angels, and we had to find some new songs to play. But um, yeah, they're songs that have been they're in my DNA. My brother used to bash them into me when I was about 13 or 14 years old. So you've obviously had a, uh, a, a long relationship with the band, I guess, as a, a listener and as well now being the front man of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, was the first uh, national, first big national tour that we did uh, in support of a band was with the Angels. Yeah. And then uh, over the subsequent years, we did like two of these things called the Barbed Wire Ball, where we, uh, where we went round. There was the Angels, the Jets, and the first one had... Uh, the paw on it, I think, and the second one had uh, the horse head. So yeah, it was we've uh, more more than any other band in the, that we've ever toured with. We've toured with the Angels as the Jets. Well, uh, it it all started back in '89, uh, which seems like a fair way ago. It's about 24 <laughs> years, I think. My if my if my maths is good. So you're coming up on 25 years. Do you have a a favourite moment in those 24, 25 years of of playing with the Jets and also now the Angels? 
like, yeah, oh, there's been there's been many, many. I mean, it's been a, a dream run. I mean, to say that uh, there hasn't been ups and downs, there definitely has. But um, looking back on it all, I, I kind of wouldn't change it. Well, I would change a few things. I wouldn't have told so many people that were in in positions of power to, you know, stick it up their jumper. But that's the way it goes <laughs> when you're a young fella. You, you kind of uh, think you know you, everything. You make your grave. You've obviously played a lot of gigs between, obviously, now the two bands. Which one's your favourite out of the two of them? Which, oh, the which gig? Sorry? Which gig's your favourite out of the two bands? It, you, you, have, you have to choose between the two children, the Screaming Jets or the Angels. Which one do you choose? Oh, well, the Screaming Jets is my baby, you know. It's, uh, it's something that me and, uh, me and my mate started off in Newcastle. It's been nearly 25 years ago, so um, there's, there's two members remaining from that, and we haven't uh, we haven't been uh, haven't been in much contact lately. But uh, Paul Levine is the, the other one, and he's currently writing a new Jets album. So I want to, when I grow up, I want to be like Tex Perkins. I want to be able to do Cruel Sea. I want to do uh, like like he does. You know, he's got the Cruel Sea, yeah. he's got the Dark Horse, he's got Tex on and Charlie, and they all seem to be able to work without uh, without hurt one hurting the other. So that's something that I really. Uh, aspire to. I mean, when I grow up, I'm about two years younger than anyone. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I, I really use, I, I see text and I go, man, that's a guy who's got his, uh, got his situation all worked out. You've toured with the Angels, you've also toured with Kiss, Alice Cooper, and, and you've also done your own tours. A couple of uh, festivals as well. A couple of festivals. Roots, Day on the Green. Yeah, do, yeah, do, yeah. do you have a favourite act that you've toured with who's been the nicest to you do you have any stories or, or who's been the meanest the as well who's been the meanest <laughs> you can you can say it on here <laughs> uh we, we've we've been very fortunate in the fact that we're because we're such an upfront kind of band and a bunch of straight shooters you know we've kind of most bands that we've, we've hooked up with I, I can't oh there was a couple of bands early on that we clashed with over when we were supporting them um do we can, can we get names we're, the Kings of the Sun, they were called. There we go. That almost turned ugly. <laughs> call call um, them out. Well, oh, well, they wouldn't give us. They wouldn't move their drum riser off the stage. Oh and, no! Uh, it was a really small stage, and you know, fun and games ensued. Insults were thrown. You know, it's all a, a little bit of bravado. That was way back in the day. But but we've we've toured with the Baby Animals. They were fantastic. Toured as I said with the Angels. Um, done tours with Barnsey. Did some great tours overseas with a bit, of, a bit of a run with Ugly Kid Joe in the UK, which was a whole bunch of crazy fun over there. And there was another band over there that we did a massive tour with called Thunder. That uh, that uh, they were a great bunch of guys as well. We got to play in all the big rooms. So yeah, we've been I've been very blessed, and uh, hopefully there's more big gigs to come. So obviously, you just mentioned just a second ago that you've played in multiple places. What, what's your favourite city to play in, or favourite venue even? Oh, well, there's things, you know, you go to um, places like New York City or to London and you do, like, like we've done the Marquee Club and Hammersmith Odeon and stuff in London and we've done, like, uh, some, some big-name clubs in New York. But, you know, there's, there's places that don't exist anymore. There was one called Springfield that was a, uh, after all the big bands had played in Sydney, which they'd go and hang out in this joint. So on any night, you know, Malcolm and Angus might get up with the band or... Uh, the guys from Living Colour get up with the band, or you know, it was just a an amazing, amazing vibe to have in Australia that we we could you know attract those big names to uh, Australia, and then they could want to get up and jam with Aussie bands. So 
I miss Springfield. You, you, you've done a little bit of... Not only are you on radio today with us, but you've also done a little bit of radio for Triple M, doing their Rock of Ages show at night and also doing the lunch run. Are you still doing those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just started another year of it. I'll be, I'll just, uh, just before talking to you, I was interviewing Barnsley and um, I've got Sarah McLeod from the Super Dudes. They're playing in town tonight in Adelaide. So just, just name-dropping. <laughs> just, just name-dropping for the sake of it, aren't you? <laughs> you we're, bet. <laughs> right, in that case, we're going to have a shot at it as well. We're speaking to boys, boys, boys in a short moment as well. Awesome. Yeah. Are they a chick group or a white group? Uh, no, they're a, uh, they're a chick group, uh, the local band from here in Western Australia. So awesome. two, two lovely so ladies. Are they coming in live? Hey, uh, no, they're coming on the phone as well. Uh, we we saw them on Monday. We try and get people in live, but when they're, when they're in Adelaide like you, unfortunately, that, yeah, that, right. the logistics just seem... Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah, just just well, maybe. Hey, uh, Dave, more on a, on a tour-type note. Last time I believe you were in Perth, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I believe was with Status Quo at Challenge Stadium. Uh, that was the last time with the Jets, but uh, we were over there, played the Charles Hotel. Oh, actually, no, sorry. The last time we were there was at Kings Park on, like, the... First of December or something, we did uh, the day on the green. Day on the green. So okay, cool. Because it I, wasn't that far away. Yeah. Well, the last one I went to was actually at Challenge Stadium, and I have to say, I was very, very impressed. Especially when you go, get to see a huge band such as Status Quo, for example, who have you know toured in from interstate and into country even, yeah, um, yeah. and then you get an awesome um, sort of support act before that show, which you can't really call a support act because the Screaming Jets are still a big band anyway. Yeah, well, look, it's great. Always great to get those gigs. You know, I, I don't, I don't care about the passage of time. All I know is, as you have mentioned before, I've played with Kiss, I've played with Alice Cooper, I've played with, um, you know, the Status Quo, and all these bands. And I just go, wait, how, how sweet it is. I've got all, I've got all the laminates up on the wall, so it's, uh, it all just adds to the rich tapestry of the rock life. What advice would you have for a young and up and coming rock band to try and get back in to try and get into the industry? Because you, you, you see you see different rock bands and they and they find it hard to make it through in this in this day and age. Do you have a piece of advice that you always give to young kids who want to make it? Well, you know what the the best uh, the best examples I see come out of Western Australia now. I mean the, the guys from uh, from Birds of Tokyo. I mean Ian Kenny from Carnival and. And the way they've done it, and they brought out their own albums, they financed them by playing gigs and all that stuff. It's so important. And um, so, you know, bands, that, especially the bands that have come over, you know, Eskimojo, Birds, um, for a band to, to translate over to these coast is very hard, and it's only done by really hard work. You don't win, uh, you don't win Australian Idol every day or, or anything like that for, for, for everyday bands. So really, you've got to get out there. Hone your craft, and the only way you can do it is play, get in your car, drive a lot, and play somewhere else, and keep doing that until someone notices. <laughs> it's uh, funny you should mention Birds of Tokyo because we actually caught up with Adam, the drummer, uh, on Monday at the Big Day Out. Uh, he was—he's right. also the drummer for a band, Sons of Rico, which you may yeah, have yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's unreal. It's just but you don't—the only way you get better at playing an instrument is to play it, play it, play it, whatever form you can play it in. Uh, people get a little bit too kind of. Um, I'm not doing that because it's below my station. You know, it's, uh, it's you, you just got to keep on playing. It's like the, uh, it's like the. See, I, I say the rock and roll industry is the total antithesis of the sports industry because as if you'd rest your front man when he was thinking he might. I uh, oh, let's rotate the front man out because uh, he might get a sore throat in weeks to come.
You yeah. get out there and you do it and you do it and you do it until you can't do it anymore. Are you are you coming back to Perth in the in the near future? Or have you got any dates that you want us to, uh, yeah, to mention? What have we got? Next time we're over Westway, we're going to be in. Uh, oh well, we got uh, Bunbury Regional Entertainment Centre on the fourth of April, the fifth of April at Mandra Performing Arts Centre, and Perth Astor Theatre on the sixth of April. So. And we've not got, too long before we get back out. No, of not, not too long now, considering it's the 1st of February already. This, oh, this year is going real, just I'm, as fast I'm as the last one. Over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've, got, uh, we've got 45 gigs lined up between now and, uh, and the end of August. So um, that's the first good chunk of my year taken up with Angels and Triple M. Awesome. Yeah, and you said you were recording some, some new stuff. Uh, are you expecting to get that done before you... Before your tour ends, or are you going to just yeah. leave it and work on it and wait until no, the year um, ends? The, bo- the boys are very quick with stuff, and I want to. Uh, I've got to get to do some jet stuff later on this year, so um, hopefully we'll be able to release something new. Um, we got like the tours being broken into two parts: the pub and club, so um, the first half, and then uh, all, all theatres throughout regional centres in the second half of the tour. So maybe we'll have something ready for the theatre part of the run. And uh, we, we always like to break new news on here, especially to the music. And uh, last week we had a, a band, Further Earth, come on and play a song that they'd never played before. Uh, they haven't even recorded it and right. uh, played it live on air for us. You mentioned the Screaming Jets heading back to the studio. Is there any possibility of you guys touring again? Oh, definitely, definitely. It's just, uh, it's always, we've never broken up. We've had a couple of hiatuses, but that's because of the high kind of energy, high potency type of band we are. And we are the... the the years between about 2005 and 2011, we lost a couple of members and had management changes. So it was, it was by no means, um, by no means, very much fun. But you now we've cleared the decks and uh, we can we can start again later on this year and and get out there. And because I mean, there's a, a whole new generation of people who haven't seen the Jets yet, and I want to go out there and blow their doors off. <laughs> That's the only way you should be showing them what the music is. <laughs> Hey, uh, thanks for coming on the phone today. We really, really appreciate it. You can catch the Angels at the Astor Theatre on Saturday, April 6th. Uh, Dave Gleeson, we uh, really, really appreciate your time and uh, thank you for coming on the show. No worries, Adam and Macca. Thank you very much, Dave. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you at the Astor. Uh, everyone should get along. I mean, we're, we, we proudly fly the flag of Australian rock and, uh, and it's uh, never been more, more fun to do. It's good to hear that it still lives. Awesome, guys. All right, you have yourself a good afternoon and we'll talk to you later. All right. See you later, Enjoying what you're hearing? Great. There's more kitchen at kitchenradio.com.au.